Nonconformity is the highest evolutionary attainment of social animals. Although Leopold. That man is a fiercely social animal cannot be denied. There are outliers preferring abject solitude, uncomfortable in any group larger than one with two stretching their emotional limits to near bursting the way the extra breath pops a balloon already stretched to its thinning limits. But, most of us gravitate to the crowd, latest fashion trends, popular television shows, toward the norm where they are safely tucked into anonymity at the peak of Bell's curve. This tendency toward group cohesion was the ladder that helped rodents escape from beneath rocks and climb into the trees to succeed as communal monkeys before reversing the climb back down to earth herself to thrive as societal beings spreading quick as cancer until nearly every corner of the planet is infected proving the effectiveness of conformity in social beings. I won't delve into the reality that overrunning and destroying one's home is counterproductive to long-term, sustained success. I've other blog posts exploring that insanity. There is also great danger in conformity. We begin to divide and subdivide along arbitrary characteristics of race, neighborhood, gender, religion, sexual identity creating unconscionable and capricious definitions of acceptable and unacceptable. At its worst evolving into violence, mental and physical, to rest our group to the pinnacle of the proverbial totem pole. When this takes control, we shun the diversity that makes us strong. And the worst of the worst, we beget political parties manipulating the base need for conformity into factions pitting brother against brother, sister against sister whipping them into a frenzy to concealing the abomination of those at the Hydra's head poisoning minds while feasting on souls to extract power and money. Muhammad Ali rightly called out the hypocrisy when he said that the Vietnamese were not his enemy, that the true enemy was the government and others back home suppress and oppressing an entire segment of society because their irrelevant melanin content was higher than the body politic in power. For shining that light, he was sentenced to five years in prison, stripped of his hard-won boxing title, and suspended from making money in his beloved sport for three years. The elitist couldn't stomach a black man being a success let alone a champion. By the time of Ali's death, he was revered for the nonconformist he was. Though, I suspect, the reverence was from people jumping on the Ali bandwagon rather than any real affinity of his societal nonconformance. Did Ali achieve that highest attainment called out by Leopold? Van Gogh has a similar legacy. The nonconformity of his painting with the established standards of his time meant he could not give them away. Today, they sell for multi-millions. Was he a highest evolutionary achievement? Or simply a person misunderstood by his contemporaries as are most falling into the nonconformist bucket? Then there's the flip side. Mass murderers, serial killers exist under the smallest tail of the bell curve. They are extremely nonconformist, base animals that can't exist peacefully within society. I would never put them in a box labeled highest evolutionary individuals even if they are brilliant intellectually. Perhaps, we draw our bell curve with the extreme left tail nonconformists being highest attainment with the right containing those who have not evolved sufficiently to fit Aldo's definition. It does explain the miscreants, like T. Rump and his highly conformist ilk, conforming to self-centeredness. I'd like to think I harbor a healthy level of nonconformity, not the highest but still higher on that evolutionary scale than most. But, it could just as easily be true I'm right of center. The people we lie most to is ourselves so I will never really know where I am on the spectrum. In the long run, it doesn't really matter as it is an arbitrary definition, at best. March 25, 2021